Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Hey guys, I'm Skylar Rapson. I'm a student at Georgia College and I'm hosting today's podcast with Justin. I am a budding entrepreneur learning under him. Hello, everyone. I'm Justin. Hey, Skylar. Thanks for coming in today and, and doing the intro. And um, so Skylar is part of the, another series we're launching called um, Development of Young Leaders. So Skylar's very nervously looking over here. We didn't put this one on video, guys. We're going to we're going to pop his cherry of the podcasting without the video first, just so it's not uh, written into video for life so made the second one we'll probably video just to see how it goes but thank you Skyler, and thank you in the audience everyone listening to centurion podcast please share it you know we don't charge anything all we ask um is that if you like what's going on pay your dues pay the price share it tell someone about it share it on social media or at least write a five-star review um so Skyler, how are we doing today i'm good i'm excited to be here excited to do this I'm looking forward to what you have to say and adding a little bit of input myself. Yeah, and I think it's important because Elena, who's the host on this podcast normally, Elena came out of Georgia College also. She was a marketing major there. And when I was doing starting Justin the Food Entrepreneurs and I didn't have any idea what I was doing, I went to the marketing class when I was in about four or five episodes in and worked with the seniors there, a bunch of them to do projects and marketing advertising for the podcast and projects. And Elena sort of came out of that group um obviously as um she's excelled she does her own podcast now so the point of this podcast is to get entrepreneurs on or young entrepreneurs and give a different perspective um from people coming out of college or high school um give them the experience to lead like Skylar's doing and then um we sort of maybe have more of a conversation and sort of fill in the gaps college or high school leaves in there or or life or our parents or whatever it is. So um, honestly, I don't think there's any more well-roundedness and than being an entrepreneur, particularly if it's something tangible. So, so Skylar, what's our, what's our question today that you're, you'd like to ask? All right, so my question for you today is how do you, <clears throat> how do you keep your mind in the right place to lead effectively? Um, okay, so Basically, the question, just so the audience all repeat it, um, is my understanding, is how do you uh, maintain a consistent mindset to lead basically positively and um, consistently, I guess, in a nutshell? Yep. Uh, gosh, that, it's a hard one, but I would say 
for college student, it's probably the hardest because you go from a very well-rounded routine in high school and sports and all that, and your parents give you a really good routine and school gives you that, and you form these habits. Then you go to college and you're on your own, and now you have to translate those habits. Did you really learn them or were they someone else's habits? Because often we go into college and the habits that we go in there with are really our parents' habits because that's what dominates our family. And so if we don't lead within our family with well-roundedness and let our, our kids lead, they usually they go into college with a little bit like, oh, shit. I know I was, even with all my experience, I was the farmer kid like, oh, shit, what do I do with, like, the normal world? Like, I, didn't, I went to all-boys school, so having girls in college was pretty awesome and a distraction for about two weeks. So there's things you're not prepared for. That's just what I wasn't prepared for, girls in the classroom. Because I'm middle school and high school, I had no girls. So... Um, I guess it wasn't a distraction necessarily as how awesome it was of an experience to have that when you, you go without something. But my point is this, is I went without having girls in middle school and high school in my classes. Then I had them in my classes and I'm like, oh, wow, this is fantastic. But after two weeks, it didn't make any difference, right? And so it's the same thing with leadership. All of a sudden, if we, it's really hard for two weeks and we're really to do some things when we're young, we can learn pretty quickly. When you get to my age, it takes a lot more than two weeks. It starts taking about 18 months to learn a new habit. When you're younger, two weeks to really get it started. And when you're younger, you can grab onto things because you have less stressors, less things in life. Maybe, depends on where you're from. But arguably, if you're in college or you're in high school, you're not worried about as many things. You can go play sports. You can go do leadership stuff. So, um, let's talk about this, Skylar. Obviously, you've asked this question for a reason. So, sort of what's the reason behind it and and um just with everything that's going on recently with covid and everything and staying inside um just some days as a college student i would wake up and you just didn't feel like going out didn't feel like doing anything and i just wanted to kind of get your perspective on how when you wake up and maybe you don't feel the best or you don't feel like going and dealing with people how you get yourself in the mind to <laughs> Go deal with me. I mean, I was a college student, so let's be honest. I did play sports. I played soccer and and fussed around with golf, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, I was pretty good at golf, but whatever. But between knowing that I wasn't getting drug tests, of course, I was. I, when I first started school, I would take any free time I had. Or if I knew soccer season was over, I'd have a gap and get drugged. No doubt. Skip class, bong hits, movie. You know, whatever, right? That's just what a college student does. I mean, I'm not telling anyone that no one knows. Or some people drink excessively all the time, whatever. That just wasn't my thing. Um, I did have fun, obviously. Um, but I think that I did drink too much in college. I probably partied more than I should have. I probably did a lot of things and formed a lot of bad habits in college during those years, which is part of why I want to bring it up. The Our ability to form habits while discovering ourselves because that's what college is for or life after high school or independence is for us to discover so we often form an extremely extremely large amount of bad habits in those years and courting laziness self-doubt capping our potential all of those things so that all happens in those years something happens we go through puberty we change a little bit men and women look at each other a little bit differently obviously things get a little bit stricter in our rules as we try to get more independent you know and we're trying to also discover independence and so what happens in there is confusion chaos change 
and we're trying to grab onto things and no one's really giving us the habits or whatever. We're just sort of, our parents are like, no, you got to do this, but it's not an independent journey. And so that's what makes it really hard. And what your question is really important is because I know this and I even still work with my father, but I had to seriously break down his limitations in my mindset and my mom's like scared of heights roller coasters like it's a simple thing as that i mean it was probably i cried the first two times i got on a roller coaster because i kind of thought i was died because my mom's afraid of heights and my dad's or my mom's motion sick and my dad's afraid of heights so we didn't go on anything like that they had me so afraid of it by the time i got on the roller coaster i'm bawling my eyes out both times but guess what it's not that bad right it's someone else's fears that were implanted into my mindset and it happens with teachers it happens with professors it happens with anyone who doesn't allow you to pop off and right if you are not 100% dedicated to something which is why your your question is important and you can be 100% dedicated to multiple things it is possible I live it every day everyone who's like you can only do one thing and one thing well and whatever great well I can do like 20 things really fucking well in my day at this point but it started off with me gaining independence not in a way that we all think is the right way. I mean, we talk about financial independence. Yes, it's important. We talk about independence from our parents' decision. Yep, important. Yep, we talk about being out with our friends and no curfew. Yep, those are all independent things. But in today's world, we don't learn anything from that independence because the structure's not there where we're learning to be independent as who we are. What is it that makes us tick? Are we just following our friends or our peer pressure? So those are really where habits go. I mean, you look at downtown Milledgeville on whatever night. I mean, every student is doing the exact same thing. Like they're all out drinking, partying till two o'clock in the morning, right? right? And so it's pretty predictable habit. So if you look at all of those those things that's a pretty interesting habit they've all formed i did it for years even after college two o'clock in the morning whatever wasted my time right i wasn't forming any habit that brought me any drinking and going to a bar is not a habit that leads to long-term success unless you're really smart and you're going there to work or you're going there to observe and you're gonna open a bar maybe but I got to tell you, hindsight for me, I didn't form any habits doing that. I think it's important to socialize. It's important to do all those things. But I don't think um, the emphasis we put on it as part of our college experience is translating. Like if I socialize at night and I'm so drunk or we're partying, I don't remember the conversation. I'm not connecting, right? We're just having fun. I'm going and blowing off steam. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I've just come to learn that it doesn't bring me any positive. And I'll tell you what, drinking is the ultimate pattern stopper. Drinking, f for most people, breaks habits. I work out four days a week. Friday happens, break the habit. Happy hours, whatever, alcohol. Next morning, eh, now the brain's depressed. Alcohol depressed the brain. Body's depressed. Sugar levels are all fucked up. Saturday, eh, don't feel like getting out of bed. A little hungover. Now I'm lazy. Broke my routine on Friday. What's another day? Saturday happens. Sunday happens. So I'm not saying don't drink. I'm just saying be aware. And that's just for me. One of the things that college students, I think we tie so much into socializing and drinking in today's era, particularly in the United States, that we lost that it's the purpose of it is just like food. It's to socialize and grow and communicate and build relationships. But we use it as such 
a stress reliever in high stress situations as college which funny hindsight is not stressful at all comparatively but it seems to be because we're gaining independence and we're trying to get good grades which a whole other conversation in and of itself so i mean Skylar, I mean, the honest truth is, is the first thing I think is what bad habits do you have? I think that comes from what are the things that I shouldn't be doing and how do I eliminate them with a good habit? Um, that's a routine. Um, you've, we've talked about it before. You've started trying to get up in the morning and work out, um, making your bed every day as a college student. Most college students don't make their bed. You make your bed, you're already a leap ahead of everyone else. Um, so... I mean, I want to get into more, but I want to give you time to sort of input stuff and think about what I'm saying. And mm -hmm. So it sounds like to me what you're saying is it's important to socialize, it's important to get out and do all that stuff, Yeah. but it's also important to find the right people to do that with Yeah. and surround yourself with people who also go out to socialize as an activity and not a distraction. Yeah. It's interesting because I looked at it as a very much of a building block because I grew up on a farm because I was a shy kid because I played soccer in Europe. I didn't have friends in the traditional sense. I still don't, honestly. Like, a, my friends are, like, hardcore fucking kick-ass people. And I don't – and just like when I played soccer, I'd have trouble understanding when a person's not driven and wants to kick ass in every part of their life, especially now that I've developed that in my habits – but it's the same in college. We join fraternities, we join circles, circles. We Everyone's in the same boat. But we're not actually looking at the people we're connecting with in college that could help us build habits. Find a gym buddy. You may not even like him. He may be a liberal, you're a Democrat, I mean, you're a Republican. I don't know what even college students talk about nowadays. I remember that was always a big thing, particularly during the years I was in college and 9-11 and all that and arguing. But... I don't I never saw it that way if you're going to go to the gym and you're going to push me harder and you're going to make sure I go to the gym with you you're the best friend if you get mad at me for not going to the gym and you're a prick to me for not going to the gym you're my friend because you're right I should go to the fucking gym you know so it's surrounding yourself and socializing with the right people and then if it is going out and drinking it's not just oh I'm going to hook up that's my goal or I'm going to go meet someone or I'm going to enjoy my time even when Deborah and I go out we tend to sometimes try to have conversations with people just to practice because if you really want to go out and socialize and practice and form a good habit go take a massive interest in everyone else don't talk about yourself at all find out what someone's interested go around to every person in the club in the bar talk to them say hey man how's it going hey what's up people are going to be pricks they're not going to want to fucking talk to you especially when they're drinking or they're uncomfortable or they're awkward age of college students which is funny to me because it's the time you should be talking to everyone everyone's the most open you could hook up more than you ever wanted to if you wanted to you could have a serious girlfriend and live with her all four years if you wanted to but we're all too afraid to admit that that's what we want to do at that age i think skylar's an exception he's a very committed he has a girlfriend elena was an exception she was very dedicated to building her side business and her side hustle and so these things make them different that's why they're on the podcast but they still struggle with all the same things we all struggle with so um that is an important thing. So if you're going to socialize, it's not just with a group of people. It's not to impress people. It's actually developing a skill. And that skill 100% is 
and you th everyone's going to always says this to me, you talk all the time on the podcast and you're talk, talk, talk. I have 23 years of experience just in food service partners and forget about it all before that. So I can talk about it because I have the experience. But I went around even when I was in college and made sure I socialized with everyone in the room. You know, it was just not about me. It was about them. And the still to this day, even though I'm not friends with all those people, majority of the people I went to college with remember me, especially with emphasize with my last name, like Bizarro. I used it to my advantage, right? So how do you do that um, and form habits? So these are all little things that you would do as a college student that takes something that's a bad habit and can change it into a good habit. Fine, you want to go out to the bar drinking, great. You want to do it to 2 a.m., you want to do it with your friend, great. But go s interact with everyone, Try to meet as many people as you can. And we used to play this game, and it's weird because boy or girl, we, we, I had a couple fraternity brothers, and we would try to network as business people. And it was trying to get phone numbers. And it's weird to ask another dude for a phone number, but it's a kind of an interesting exchange that happens in that they're like, what? And you have to have a conversation. And, you know, we're friends. I just want to reach out, just text, say, what's up? Maybe we'll hang out and do something. You seem like a cool guy. You play golf. I play golf. Maybe we'll hang out. And asking someone for their phone number is the most awkward thing. And then may ask another male for it or a female or whatever. It can be weird. And people don't do phone numbers or whatever. I think everything's on Instagram and DM anymore. From my experience with you guys, everyone DMs me. And I'm like, here's my phone number. And then I get a DM. I'm like, okay. But... Um, the consistent mindset is forming the habits every day, making the bed, um, showing up on time. You should go to every one of your classes. Like I'm a, once I figured out that all I had to do was go to classes and skim my books and I could read in my free time whatever books I wanted, like that was a whole fucking thing for me. Oh great, you know, I can live with a 2.0 to 3.0 GPA, but and I'm getting out of school what I want, but I'm also getting time to read and do whatever. So for me, it was a choice. More people want A's and get as much as you can. I had that experience, but I extrapolate things different, and my mind prioritizes things very quickly. You can see it. If anyone sees me at Food Service Partners, there could be a fire going off, and I'm, I'm just like, whatever. Because at that point, everyone's like, oh, what is Justin? Why aren't you helping? My, if I'm helping at this point... I, if it's an absolute mercy and we're going to burn down, okay, I'll grab a hose. But the point is, is I can help, I will help, but I need people to form the habits in the fire. So as a college student, you need to be aware, you need to be less dependent on your parents. You need to be less dependent on your teachers and your school and whatever. You need to be more independent. Skylar does a great job. He's gone out and got a job. He's lifting his career. He's on the podcast. But these are examples of building habits. And it took you, and you've been here maybe eight months now almost. Mm. You know, So it doesn't happen overnight. But for, for you guys, it does. The main things for me is reading every day a book that's not a college book that you don't have to read. I don't care if it's five pages, 10 pages, 15 pages. I started off with 10. Um, and I've done it. I've done 10 over the last four years. But before that, um, I would try to read five to 20 pages a day in the bathroom in whatever just because I never really put a form to it until I did 75 hard, I would just try to read a minimum of five. 
and no more than you know third 20 to 30 because i could get caught up in a book and lose the first point so i did it in small pieces so i could remember it which is interesting it's the same thing that's in 75 hard it works if i came to it naturally on my own discovering work and it works there too so um reading outside a personal growth book um all that type of stuff that forms habits exercising every day it doesn't matter there are no rest days period it does not exist in the world if you think there's rest days and there's days off it's in there as an entrepreneur i it's a everyone will think oh you work 16 hours a day blah blah yes and no i'm always working but the the jobs and the people that i have in place they're all, I built habits and all them where they run the job. I choose to work extra time. I choose to put in the extra time to grow new businesses. I don't have to do that. We could sustain and grow FSP and I could work eight hours a day. But it's not in me because I formed habits like these to exercise, to go the extra mile, to eat properly, to drink enough water every day, to not drink alcohol, you know, which is personal for me, but also because the health thing, like I, I saw it. I saw it in my brain function and like seriously the craziest thing for me I got to say is once about a year in and my brain started like what I would call healing itself or unclouding itself which I didn't even realize it was in in the first place like the sugar or the alcohol whatever there is a clarity that happens that is like something else I can't ever explain and it may just be with me it's possible but it really occurs to me that maybe it's it works for some people and people need to drink at night and it is good for your blood pressure and all great but what i am saying is you have to just be aware of it and i'm not saying not to drink i'm not saying not to smoke weed i'm not saying not to do any of that stuff i'm just saying you have to be aware of the potential and what it does to you and we go into college and it's almost like it smashes our potential you know we get educated and we get knowledge but we get common sense stupid like we really get common sense stupid in college. Everything we do and all the habits we do as a group of young people is totally backwards. We don't move ourselves forward. We don't look at it. We're very worried about getting married and, and what it is and our career on the next level and what are we going to do after college. But we don't actually think what's 50, 60 years down the road. We don't teach it in school anymore. What's a legacy look like? What is the impact of my decision today? Because I got to tell you, here's the truth. Everything that I have now was something I did at least five years ago. I'm just realizing it now. The podcast, before I released the first podcast, I brainstormed the first podcast in 2014. We did not release it till 2019. It took me five years, exactly. Mm -hmm. So not because I couldn't do it or I wasn't willing to jump. I just didn't have the time. I wasn't in the right place. I didn't have the right experience. It wasn't the right time for me, for it, for where I was in life. So. That's a part of the decision. Um, that's also having discipline and knowing yourself. Um, anyway, so. <clears throat> so I definitely know what you're saying with the brain fog. Um, when I first came into school, I thought I wanted to go the medical route. And I did that for two years, realized it wasn't for me. And by that point, I really started feeling the brain fog, trouble focusing, trouble remembering. Um, I switched to business and it was still kind of like that. It took me three, three and a half years to really figure out that I kind of wanted to go this entrepreneur route. Yeah. And when I started working here, working with you, um, just doing the things we're doing now, I really felt that clarity that you were talking about. Yeah. And it is a brain fog. And 
unintentionally it happens in schooling with parents with ourselves with experimenting uh with being very driven by hormones sexually for example i think it clouds our judgment particularly as men um sometimes even for some women we get very focused on being with women and 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 trying to look cool with our friends and brag about it but the reality is the opposite is the braggable point because the opposite in learning to build real relationships with people while you're in college is what makes you money like building long-term relationships is truly what makes you money i know there's scoundrels out there and there's people that are jerks and whatever and they make a lot of money but i i know these people they're not part of my circle i know billionaires that have tons of money they are the most miserable, there are some miserable human beings and it's crazy to me because they've made so much money, but they did it in a way that wasn't authentic and they did it in a way that wasn't with their family. And so there's this tear between life and them and they didn't form the right habits along the way. And so it's this chaos now of I have all this money which solves everything, but I have no discipline in my life, no emotional discipline, no whatever. And so it's often the people that make so much money very quickly, which is an abnormality. Like it doesn't happen. At least most of the people I know that have made millions, I've done it twice. I went through a divorce, restarted, made millions again. So I know how to do it. It's just where I see people is if they don't build a good foundation along the way. Um, and so, and that's habits, that's love, that's, the relationships are important that's animals like college students again like we're you're at that age where you need to we become more dependent on things school the cafeteria the going out with our friends the social circle the finding meaning in whether people like us and we start going that direction and it's not true like none of it's true that's the part it's the total it's not only a brain fog it's a total brain fuck in that your brain's telling you the in your body and your emotions are telling you the exact thing that gets you nowhere but the whole point of going to college is to grow but yet we do this thing that that doesn't grow us and almost puts us in reverse and makes it very hard for us to go be successful and and in the way that i'm talking like not just coming out of school and making 50 grand Okay, like I'll be honest, guys, I came out of school, I had a great job, even though I'd started food service partners, because I didn't think I wanted to do food. And I wanted to stay in the business I started because my father and whatever. But I did come back to it. And I did start counting carts and doing stuff and starting at the bottom and cleaning toilets. Um, that's just where I had to start again, even though I'd started a business and I'd been in the basement and I helped write the things and I'd been in there already. I had to start all over again and learn it um, because I had taken that sabbatical for about a year um, to go learn something else, to go try something. I thought I wanted to be in finance. I loved all the like Goldman Sachs and stuff like that in theory. And the reality is, is even that, um, even as much money as you can make in that stuff, you're still working for someone else. Um, and so even as an entrepreneur, you work for other people, but it's a little bit different. Um, my control is not to the market. It's not to other people. It's not to Wall Street or Main Street. And yes, they have to like food, but generally I live and die by my own decisions. And that's something they don't teach in college. Like the reality is, is we need to be more independent. And by getting away from our parents, that's the goal is to try to be more independent but 
colleges are often better than our homes now the gyms the food the whatever so it's now a luxury it's not an uncomfortability to make us more independent it actually is so comfortable it's making us more dependent less think less creative less situated how to get through a rough situation and so um like i said um if you can build the habits in college or as soon as you come out of college um, it's pretty key. One of the things I did when I, as soon as I got out of college, when my mind was trying to shift and I started working back for food service partners, sorry, I hit the mic if anyone heard that in their ear, um, was I work out multiple times a day. I don't know why I just did it. And um, it just started, it was just weights. It was maybe 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at lunch, 20 minutes at night. And then I'd run once a day, probably two to three miles. Um, too much running then but I was trying to figure out habits um, so that being said you know it like I said make your bed show up to class sometime go to every class as long as you're in class like you're gonna get a majority of the information you need um, try not to skip classes I, I've got to say that once I switched that in my mindset my junior and senior year and I just went to every class it started forming habits that excelled me in life I still had the bad ones. Like I said, there was still the social thing that just I didn't tweak right in my head. And um, or the importance of socializing over actually being an individual, I would say. Um, but that is, again, it's habit. So how do you keep a good mindset? How do you keep consistent? You have to live it every day. I eat it every day. I drink it every day. I do it every day. And if I have a bad day, which I have, I've had a few lately just over stress, which is weird. Um, normally it doesn't happen i haven't had bad days i can't remember in like years probably because i've been pretty trained but i've had quite a bit and it's back to the basics lately with the stress with corona with supply chain getting messed up i'm a little more stressed than normal so i go back to the basics i brush my teeth i walk the dog i start my morning out with routine before i do anything else and honestly it's not nice to say but i you know, even with Deborah, sometimes I have to draw a line and I can't let in negativity. Because if I let in negativity in the first hour of my day, I break my habits. So it's like making sure you wake up, you go for a walk, do whatever you can, form your habits, but figure out how to way to do it with a spouse or a girlfriend or whatever, or both of you where, where it is. Because if you start off in a negative spot in the morning, you're never going to build habits. It's impossible. You throw them away so quickly because you're down. And I believe me, it happens to me. It's happened to me right now after where I was like so solid. I've had a few days where I've just fallen apart. And um, it's because one, I haven't been maintaining my habits as much as I should. And two, um, those habits are also thinking in a loving way. And when I don't step back and be appreciative or have gratitude every day and use that as a habit, I lose most of my habits. Like, so gratitude and appreciation and humility, um, being authentic, vulnerable, those are all things that help build habits and consistent mindset because I'm now, I'm honest with myself and who I am. Um, through the habits and trying things, I learn what I'm good at and I like and I don't like and you gain confidence so habits create confidence which is the differentiator it's not the knowledge as we've talked about the knowledge is great 
but it's the confidence that matters. And maybe the knowledge gives you confidence and the experience gives you confidence and the exposure gives you confidence. But at the end of the day, you need to go practice it. So making your bed 30 days in a row, you probably feel pretty good about yourself. Now imagine you drink one gallon of water 30 days in a row. You read 10 pages a day 30 days in a row. You've made your bed 30 days in a row. You've walked 30 days in a row. You've walked a dog like a mile every day like you said you would. I've done my homework. I've written a personal journey. I've done one inspirational post on social media. So you start building those habits. And then it becomes like, I'm in really good habits all the time, but now if I start slipping like I have a bad day, it's usually because I've slipped a few habits or done something or or not stuck to a habit, like been positive or get angry or whatever it is that I can slip because I have obviously a temper. I'm a very passionate, emotional person. I try not to make decisions when I'm angry or happy, just so everyone knows, especially financial ones. And... Um, but if you form the habits, I think you're set for life. And so, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's hard for me to remember, but it, college to me was a constant distraction. It's constantly, you know, everyone calls it the fear of missing out. It was like this constant, there's so much going on and you want to be popular or everyone wants to do something that that's what drives the, the thing. And I think popularity is a funny thing. You want to be popular you it's less about you it's the funny part you want to be the most popular person in the room socialize with everyone you want to be the most popular person in the room be the person at the gym every day you want to be the most popular person in the room let everyone see that you have habits every day and that you're sticking to them because people want what you have and when you don't talk about it you just show it and when you do talk you make it about everyone else and about their life those that mindset right there will never let you down because you're always doing someone a favor they're talking about themselves you're learning from them and their point of view and gaining more of the human experience so you can lead more people but you're also getting skills at conversating and you're also getting skills at not making it about you because in a world that is i matter 100% justin as an individual 100% selfish driven by all the things that i want 100%. But when I when I really do things for other people, grow other people, do the podcast, help Skylar, maybe he helps me too. You guys keeps me on my toes, reminds me of all the shit that I forgot that I may not be in habit of right now. Um but it's important that we just move forward. So I lost my train of thought there. <clears throat> um, so my question to you is how do you step back, step out of yourself and kind of take a look at yourself to see what habits you need to build or what, what you need to build on? God, it's you try to start. If you're sitting on the couch or you're watching too much TV in college or you've been watching TV shows, um, believe me, I've been there, or too many video games or whatever. I mean, I've been an active kid, so a grain of salt. Like I could never sit for more than 45 minutes to play a video game anyway. But um, once I formed habits, like I, I play video game like on a plane or whatever. If I'm absolutely in a place like I have nothing to do or I need to give my brain a break, I'm very intent on what it is I'm trying to accomplish with playing that video game. Mm -hmm. It's just not this habit that I do out of blatantly nowhere. So 
Ask me the question again. I want to make sure I'm answering it correctly. So it was, how do you step out of yourself and look at what you need to build on? Yeah. I, I take it, I, what, is, what is my intent? So I only have control over so many things. So it's a serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, um, the power to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, something like that. And it's basically that. What do I have control over today? What's in a reasonable amount of things? Like, people are always like, oh, you do so much in a day, and tasks, has, and I really don't. I set five tasks for work, I set five tasks for growing my mind forward, and it's usually five things, like 75 hard. And so I have generally th four or five things, family, current, future, health. That's just the way I do it. And if I don't get everything done, or I don't get something done today, I don't beat myself up about it but there's so many people that get, get, you're in a great habit, you're completing tasks, but why are you beating yourself up when you don't get more than five or six done? It's impossible, right? But if I do them, like I have things like drinking water, yes, it's one of my five tasks, but it's so routine now that whatever. And some days I slip. So back to the basics, pick your head up, be self-aware, look at what the situation and is be aware of what you have control over and what you don't have control over i mean the biggest control that i see is people should just get up and walk walking is the easiest habit building ever and do it with music or a podcast um but i heavily recommend doing it on your own i heavily recommend going into your own space while walking and i like it I listen to podcasts sometimes, but I find it more useful for music because I can get into myself. And I also, you know, there are many people, including Deborah, that don't like music because they like it to be that in, in deep. For me, it's music because it pumps up. It Music is, exemplifies things. So, again, here's how habits are formed. I tie music to my habits. I did it as a soccer player. I've done it as an entrepreneur. I do it as an athlete now or working out. Um, music becomes part of the triggering effect that raises my adrenaline that gets me to perform. And so I use it on purpose as a trigger. I also use talking as a trigger now. So if I can start talking about something, it takes me about two minutes, but I can get myself wound up through talking enough where I can trigger the adrenaline and I can trigger the emotion and I can trigger the response on purpose now. And so, you know, do I have emotions and angry out of control sometimes? I don't know where yet. It's something I'm still working on for sure. But there are times where I get angry, but it's very calculated. And I know I'm doing it on purpose to get a point across. And I know it's at a, sometimes as a last resort because I can't get someone to change a behavior. And you need to sometimes shock it out of them. And so if you want to change a behavior for yourself, you need to shock it out of yourself also. You know, you need to, like, they talk cold turkey that's great. I don't think it really works. It was like, you know, I'm trying to stop drinking, but then, and they're like, you can't go to the bars because that's a bad place. But then I'm like, but that's how do I socialize? And, and obviously then you, you can go find people that don't drink and you can go to groups, but I'm like, okay, but I'm not that extreme. I have just alcohol. So I'm like, where do you fit in? So you've got to just be aware of where you can succeed and where you're going to fail. Like, I just don't put myself into a situation where I'm going to fail anymore. Like, or it's going to, I shouldn't say fail. That's the wrong word. I put myself in a lot of situations that I fail often um, on purpose. I don't put myself in a situation that's going to cause me 
emotional damage that would get rid of my um, habits. Because the problem is, is the more habits you get, the more in tune you are with yourself and your feelings and what drives you, the more emotional you're going to get. And in a world that argues that we need to be more logical, yes, but I also think we need to be more emotional because our feelings are indicators of who we are and how we lead and they indicate, um, you know, what's going on with us, right or wrong, they're telling us something. And so, I, I mean, if you're in college and you've formed a bad habit or you were an athlete and now you're overweight or whatever, it's not too late to start, but really the basic thing I, is walking is the biggest habit former from day one. Uh, in my opinion, if you just walk an hour a day or 45 minutes a day and make sure you do it rain or shine outside, I'm telling you, do it in the rain. You'll feel better. You'll feel like a superhero. Um, you start building confidence. So how do you do it? Start off with the things that you could do. Cook dinner every night. You know, if you're used to going to the cafeteria, stick to a diet every day for every meal. And I don't know what it is. I've created my own for myself based on what worked. I've tried paleo. I've tried keto. I've tried a lot of diets. I'm in the food service business. I got to tell you, in my opinion, where we do nutrition, healthcare, and health food for 23 years, the reality is it's somewhere in between and it's based on your own body. And you need to get to know it. And so that's forming habits. That's testing your diet. That's we eat more times a day than we do anything else. So naturally, why don't we care more about forming a habit around food? Or water since we need that too it just seems insane to me it's our most basic essential we can live outside but we can't live without food and water right right so everyone's like shelter yeah but we can find shelter pretty easily anymore it's food and water and even that maybe it's here all the time but it's really we're not optimizing it we're our shelter we're optimizing it we're building in pools and bathtubs and toilets which we've never had before and you know you go 200 years ago that you're out in an outhouse or digging a hole so we've advanced there um so we have a lot of time but in advancing technologically we haven't kept up with the human growth i would say as much while we're more knowledgeable as a group and we have the internet and we can grab more knowledge quickly um the knowledge has become the credibility and Anyone who's been around knows that knowledge is just because I know something doesn't make me credible. And so if you want to form habits and you want to do what you're saying, the biggest thing is you're never going to be interesting. You're never going to sell anything and you're never going to be truly successful and happy at the end of your life, the day you die and you look back if you don't form habits that are beneficial to you that are ultimately beneficial for your family, that are beneficial for your coworkers or teammates or whatever the business you run if you're an entrepreneur. So um, it's hard. Habits are hard and people don't think they're important or what they mean or whatever. But, you know, there's mo most of the people that I know that have really been successful entrepreneurs or leaders or whatever do a lot of small tasks daily that build up to great things over a long period of time and so there's no other way to do it you can't suddenly build a skyscraper out of bricks it takes brick by brick layer by layer day by day you know mortar and brick and so that is really what it is 
to build a habit and it's never over and unfortunately the way it works is it's easier to slip into bad habits than it ever is the ability to form good habits because we want to take the easy road so this would be the easiest indicator for you Skylar if I'm uncomfortable I'm probably doing something right now within reason someone's not abusing me someone's not hitting me someone's not taking my money whatever you know within positivity here zone um that's how i would weigh it yep so it's kind of like when you go to the gym you're never gonna get bigger you're never gonna get faster stronger whatever if you don't push yourself when you're working out yeah it's kind of like that with your brain you just gotta yeah make yourself uncomfortable get yourself into those situations where you could grow exactly and i think when we're young also we tend to go balls to the wall and like to do a habit and it's like of course you're going to burn out in three days you're going too hard too fast like i said walk start maybe it's 15 minutes maybe jump up to 30 i went right at 45 it just it was easier for me to set a time and then hit the time every time when i started forming the walking habit but you know i think it's about what is it that what's my mindset um how am i forming it and what are the habits i'm doing i think the most essential thing if they were really tell college students what they should do the day they walk in the doors form good habits Mm -hmm. um and offer things around that leadership more and and taking care of yourself and there's plenty of books out there and people don't think it's important and everyone feels they have great lead over themselves especially in college i'm great i'm independent i'm doing fine my grades are good um it's a false indicator yeah. so it's you like know? you say you want the you want the thunder not the lightning yeah you want the thunder not the lightning yep. like the song and um because it's you need long term if if anything i know anything the four years in college are a blip um and you learn a lot the things we also should be learning we're not learning and that has to do with leadership socializing um experience exposure get a job like you should seriously have a job in college to also be practicing what you're learning even if it's not you know if you're a science major and you're working at a donut shop there's science in food guys like you need to start thinking outside the box there's science in mcdonald's i know no one wants to work there you should go work there there's science in it, there's operations, there's there's philosophy, there's religion, there's all these things ingrained into every business that there is. And so you want to form good habits, go learn how the best have formed habits in their business, go learn how, you know, franchise businesses are the best habit formers in the world. They literally can take teenagers and and drive multi-million dollar businesses. So if you want to see healthy habits, driven in a way that's profitable look at a mcdonald's or a kfc or whatever they literally have habits and which we they would call processes but they are corporate habits written or not that they form that make them extremely efficient and so it's the same as the human you know um and you can choose you can be like a fast casual you can be fast food you could be a sit-down diner you could be whatever it's the same idea as long as i'm moving forward and as long as i'm being efficient and maximizing the time that I have. Um, and that's something we don't, you know, we're so afraid of talking about death anymore in the world. We don't actually know that our time is always limited. So what are we doing with the time? You know, and I can tell you now, if I would have went back then, I wouldn't change my life because I enjoy who I am now. But in college, I would have formed a lot better habits, 
more often. Um, and I would have worked a lot on it because I had so much time to do it. Um, and even though naturally I did it and mowed lawns and whatever and had jobs, it was, I was still doing whatever, you know, bong hits and movies and which aren't bad to relax because college is a stressful thing. But the reality is that's the time to be pushing yourself harder and building habits because the real life, children, marriage, work, entrepreneurship, leadership, career is way more stressful and you have way more responsibilities. Like literally, I don't even, my days smear together anymore. I don't even know what day it is anymore. My habits literally get me from day to day. And I try not to worry about the passing day or whatever. I turn days into multiple time and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. It doesn't really matter to me because also everyone at Food Service Partners is in habits through phone calls, through leadership development, through whatever you instill these values and these habits in the individuals. So, I mean, if you want to be a good leader in whatever job you're doing, you need to instill habits in yourself first and learn how those habits, those habits are instilled and stick. And then you can help instill it in other people or in your business or in your career or in your teams. And so, I mean, I'm all over the board, but the essential thing is to pick something that you're good at. And I think everyone can walk. If you're in a wheelchair, wheel it around. If you're, you know, if there's some other thing and you can't walk, fi figure something else out. But there are things that you can do. And, and I recommend that the first thing you do is something physical. So if it's moving your arms, if you're in a wheelchair, it's lifting weights or dumbbells, whatever it is, just do it for 45 minutes. It'll make you sore and make it not hard even if it's with soup cans. Because eventually the movement and the rotation is the best kind of movement, you know. Um, it'll strengthen you. It'll get you habit. You'll get reward. It sucks at the time. But whatever. And I got to tell you that from being at my age and where my parents are and all my friends' parents are, if you don't form good athletic habits and stuff and you don't form good eating habits, it rots your life for the last 40 years of your life. So the first 40 years really dictate the last 40 years. And it's literally that easy. And it's no different than the bell curve we learn in school. It's the same with our health. It goes up and we peak and we come down because the 40 years we peaked, the damage we did is the damage that rides us the way down. But it doesn't have to be that way. So I would say I, I'm a higher level person. So I, I think that you need to exercise. You need to mentally exercise. And you need to constantly be in an uncomfortable situation. Which makes my stress levels, if you look at my whoop, a it's always like, oh, you're strained. Well, no shit. I constantly am at this level. I'm constantly aggressive. I'm constantly at what other people would call stress. Why? Well, I don't want to lose what I fucking have. And I've done it once voluntarily. I'm not going to do it again. And I learned so many lessons in my life knowing that if I want to stay positive and I want to lead with a positive mindset and I want to lead and inspire people consistently like you're asking and have a consistent mindset and lead myself consistently... It just starts off with a small thing. It Don't bite it off. Don't go to the gym so you're so sore until you die. Like you got to be manageable. Because in life, nothing that you do, if you're the lightning, it's a flash and it's done. And that's what happens with habits. People try to form them. They go real hard. They flash. Done. Three days. Or the weekend, Friday comes. Oh, my God, I worked out four days so sore. I'm going out drinking. You know, it's that 
where you know everyone it's that difference and those habits that that make it different if all your buddies are out drinking all weekend long and you're studying you just got an advantage over the competition um if you're if everyone's out socializing drinking but you're going around still drinking but using it as an opportunity to socialize people and develop a skill again advantage so everything that i do in my life is somewhat of to bring me forward there's like maybe if i'm around deborah we have like 45 minutes to an hour of tv every night that's nonsense that i just would be i would call relaxation and brain but my brain doesn't stop anyway even when i'm sleeping but again i do that more to spend time with her and build the relationship and less about the tv so i could i'm wasting my time in front of a tv it's nothing but it's relaxing and i'm spending time with someone i care about doing what they want to do so again that is a habit and we don't have i don't think college students we do it very well we think we get independent and we realize everything's about us and it's true everything is about us um and our success and we can't worry about what other people think but the reality is is if it's about us truly and we're trying to succeed it matters how it all goes and i'm not saying peer pressure and listen to what people think or negativity about your habits what i am saying is promote positivity show them you're in good habits then you're much more credible because you've done it. And when you do that and you get that response and you feel good about it, it's fleeting. It's once you've done it the first time and then people see it, you're never going to get it again. You'll unimprove, reapprove, unimprove, reapprove, unimprove, reapprove. You can do it all. You're not going to get the praise again. Sorry. Like once you've made the change, you better maintain that change or keep growing and changing because you're never going to get that praise again and too many people get stuck in that win and that praise and want it and think it's going to happen every time but if everyone knows the first win is always the best win and after that it's just it's a fleeting thing so it's why as an entrepreneur i got to keep doing businesses because the wins you know they're there and everyone celebrates them but they don't have as much impact if i don't constantly grow the business and i don't constantly challenge them and i don't constantly grow the the people in the business including myself so i would say go find yourself find out what your habits are you know do you like sewing do you like rollerblading i mean it's this is the time to do it um or do you want to be an entrepreneur okay what does that mean you know if you really want to be successful in your career it's going to require you being focused on your career and for me that's my family it's the people at food service partners it's um the vendors the suppliers and it's the world as a whole including all humans and all animals because i'm in the food business i try to account for them always in my decisions and so um i don't know but those are all habits i i've made habits of thinking about those things i've made habits at weighing all my options i've made habits at looking at the picture holistically and there i failed right i failed i've had hard knocks i forgot something and i'm fucked up and i learned a hard lesson but at the end of the day when you're the entrepreneur or the leader like it's your fuck up you own it you should own it i did it but it's yours and you know it it's not someone else's fuck up that you're subject to it's yours so if you're not doing your habits and you're not doing your daily stuff you know it's not anyone else's fault it's not the distractions or whatever it's your fault so when i said i was just so many distractions in college i got distracted because i didn't have the self-discipline to form habits i also didn't form a habit of saying no 
until I was in my 20s. Like it was very hard for me. It was hard for me in business at first. It was hard for me as a person. I was trying to, you know, be liked by everyone, do as much business as I could, whatever, because that's what I was taught in school. Like you have all these things, but it's weird. The opposite is true. Like the less you talk about yourself, the more people are interested in you. And so, you know, which is interesting until you have experience like a podcast and then you have expertise, then people are interested in the expertise. But when you're young, you have to form habits to get credibility and credibility is based off a of routine. So I'm going to be a good author if I've written a lot of books or I'm going to be a good writer if I published a lot of articles. That's what makes me good at it. I formed a habit that kept me doing it. You know, the great social media people, they stay consistent, whether it's once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, once a day, there is some consistency that their audience is used to. And so I'm, I'm going to end it here and then I'll let Skylar close up or ask any more questions. But really it's about if you form good habits and you form good relationships, you form a good life. And the relationships we often build or think we're building our lifetime relationships are the ones we hold on to for years after college. Unfortunately, they don't help us grow because we had something in common with someone when we were in college because we were all in college. But that commonality or that drive or that motivation doesn't necessarily translate outside of the college environment. And when we're inside the college environment and we identify that more, we're better. You know, so by the time I went to grad school at 32 years old, because I want to grow myself more and get international experience in the one MBA program, I, me circumventing the things that everyone else struggled in the class with, the habits, the homework, the whatever, never a problem for me. And by the time I got to grad school with the knowledge I had, the base I had, the things I have, it wasn't hard to get like a 3.9 or whatever the hell I got. I'm not even sure. Didn't really care, but that's the funny part. When I cared about grades, fucking nightmare. Don't care about them. Drive, get the most out of it. The added benefit was the grades. It's the same in life with money. You do the right things. You form the right habits. You put love in your life. The success and wealth just follows. And so, but that being said... It all takes habits and people are attracted to habits and people are attracted to people who are routine. They like the lightning and they'll go look at it. But keep in mind, their interest in the lightning is faded. You know? So, any more questions? I think I think that's it for me today. Awesome. Thank you, Skylar. Do you want to talk about anything? You want to talk about any personal experiences? Um... I mean, for me, my worst habit was the TV, because that was that was all I had to do for a little bit when everybody was inside and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm still working on breaking that, building new habits. I've been going to the gym every day. But I think we heard a bunch of good stuff from you today. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening in, and thank you for enjoying the podcast. Thank you, Skylar. Yep. Thanks for having me.